Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast number 65. Thank you for listening. I'm very, very excited to do this. Not often we have in-studio guests, but this one we do. Uh, FXRRacing.com. Go there. Type in the code PULPAMX30. Save 30% on anything FXR makes. They have casual wear. They have snow wear. They have great moto wear. Uh, they've got a lot of uh, things that you probably didn't even know that FXR made, and they've got it designed by racers for racers, FX. FXRRacing.com. PulpMX30 is the code to save. Use the same gear that uh, Mike Brown uses and Jimmy Decotis uses, Kyle Cunningham uses, many, many other guys. The new AJE Husky team signed up with FXR for next year. Also, to Race Tech Suspension, Malcolm Stewart won Montreal Supercross on Race Tech. Use the code PulpMX18 when you call down there. Tell them you're a listener, and you will save on, on suspension and motor uh, parts on there. Just get your get your bike sprung right, get the oil changed, get the bushings and seals changed as well. All those things will help your bike work better, and Racetech.com can dial you in. Vintage stuff, too. They're very big on vintage stuff. So if you've got an older bike and you want to dial it in, Racetech.com can help you. So as I said, Privateer Island Life podcast number 65 here in the studios. Uh, one man who... Uh, was never really a privateer too much. When he was, he won a Supercross, and then he got a factory ride. Uh, you know him as a 2001 125 national champion, a legend in the sport, and we're happy to have him here. Mike Brown, what's up, Mike? How are you? Nothing, Steve. Glad to be on here. I watch it on TV or on uh, online every week, and uh, yeah. it's nice to be at your house. Oh, thanks for being here, man. I appreciate it. You're here for the AIM show this week in Vegas. No, to see your wife. Oh, really? Oh, damn it. <laughs> you and, hey, you and Travis Preston both. Uh, also in studio, uh, he's been on the show a few times before. Uh, a Canadian buddy of mine that uh, I've known for a number of years. He's the FXR uh, athlete manager, brand manager. Uh, he does a lot of things at FXR. Andy White. What's up, Andy? Hey, Steve. How are you doing, man? Thanks for coming back in. No, Although, my pleasure. New, new studio, so not back in, I guess. But Yeah, new, nice new digs here, man. I'm li- I like it. We're just getting it settled and sorted, but I had to get the bad bone stuff set up ASAP, you know, of course. For, uh, that's all good. For Dogger. Yeah. Um, Mike Brown's here, my- first of all. I brought Mike, Mike Brown. <laughs> Mike uh, Brown is here. I was and, handcuffed. Handcuffed and brought here by, <laughs> by Andy. Uh, I, ch- I tricked him. Uh, for sure, we need to get a photo after this. Randy Richardson, Chris Kiefer, and all that will not believe this, but Mike yeah. Brown is here. Uh, you're here, like I said, for the AIM show in town. FXR's uh, uh, got a big booth, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a dealer's. It's dealer's, and uh, then it's open to the public. And uh, I guess first, Andy, before we dive into it with Brownie, um, what do you think about this show? Why did you decide to do it, and uh, what's your expectations for it? Well, it's uh, in Vegas for the first time, and the word on the street, it's going to be a good show. A lot of businesses from California, dealers are all excited about it. In the past, it was up in Ohio and in Florida, and it really wasn't getting much traction, but now in Vegas, it seems like it's gaining a lot more traction, and we thought, you know what, it's time to pull the trigger and make it happen. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it does. Of course, the Monster Cup is this weekend. Uh, it'll already have happened by the time people hear this show, but mm. it's a nice time with the Monster Cup. I'm surprised it took them this long to figure it out. <laughs> you wonder. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, no, so, hey, uh, Brownie, of course, has been FXR now for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um How's it working out for, for FXR and for the brand and to have a guy like Mike Brown running the stuff? It's been awesome. Uh, Mike's a true legend. He's uh, great with the families and kids, and we bring them all over the place and make them race everything. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. I really enjoy hanging out with him. Uh, I've known him for quite a few years when I worked at KTM. I brought him up oh, from yeah, Montreal I guess, Supercross. Yeah, that, that would have been, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, he rode the 350 at St. Julie National when we had mm-hmm. that first 350. 
Um, so yeah, he's been uh, connected uh, to me for with KTM and FXR for quite a few years now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually it's it's you know obviously you've got uh, you know like the HEP team last year mm-hmm. and uh, Dakotas and and you've got presence in the U.S. but. No one with the quite with the resume of Mike Brown. Well, right? that, that's it. We yeah. we wanted an ambassador, and um, I knew Mike, and I thought you know this would be great. So I approached Mike about it when he was with the factory Husky program, and he had a contract to fulfill. And when that contract a- ended, he called me and said, "Hey, man, let's yeah. put it together and let's move forward." So it's been great. We've been shipping them all over the world yeah. for different events, and everybody knows who he is, and it's it just it's easy. Brownie, you. Uh you're just a racer, man. Like, when are you stopping? Are you ever going to stop? I need to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been hard this last few races. Like I said, I went to the Montreal Supercross, and I was totally out of the water there. I thought it was going to be Arena Cross, and it was probably one of the most hardest Supercrosses I've ever done. <laughs> it, was a, it, it was a real track. It was a real track. But I, I love it. You know, like you said, it's, uh, it's all I know. It's all yeah. I've ever done. I yeah. enjoy it still. Like, as day one, when I went to Supercross in Montreal a few weeks ago, I was like, I've never lined up on a Supercross. I was excited, nervous, the whole deal. And, yeah. But I, I love it. It's just, like I said, it's all I know. And I still like to be around the young kids. I try to change my style to watch, you know. Do you really, huh? Yeah. Yep. Not as much, but yeah. it's hard. Them guys scrub them, scrubbing their handlebars off the jumps. That ain't happening for me, but... <laughs> I still watch and I try to learn and you know I still try to change it up and I think that's why I'm still riding doing okay at my age you know Mm -hmm. I still try to train with doing the same thing and you know keeping up on the sport and like I said I'm on the bike a lot still um your schedule is unique so um you're doing straight Red Bull straight rhythm in a couple weeks you did Montreal Supercross which is a full-on Supercross we didn't know that but it is (laughs) uh World Vets at Glen Helen is coming up for you yep you did three Canadian Nationals I think this year maybe more yeah um and who sets that schedule? How does that work? How do you say, "Hey, this looks fun," and Andy, you say, "Hey, we need you for this," and then you say, "Okay," and then I want to do like how how does this schedule come up for you? Yeah, it's about like that. You know, if I want to do it, Andy <laughs> says, "Let's do it." Uh, like I said, they the FXR is my biggest sponsor. You know, yep. what I mean, they they send me a lot of places for them for me to ride. But like I said, I did it this year. I got picked for the vet, uh, yeah, mixed destinations yeah. for England, and to go over there and race in England and. We did that, so any whatever I want to race, and it seems compatible for those guys. I'm there. Must be cool though, a little bit for yeah. you, right? You're just like, hey man, I'm not full time guy anymore. I don't want to just pound out races week in and week out, but I do want to have fun, and here's where I'm going to have fun. Yeah, that's it. But like I said, went to Montreal. I went there. You know, I'm still a racer guy at heart. You know yeah. what I mean? But I got when I get done racing in the day, I got to look back and think, yeah, I'm almost 47, still racing, doing Supercross. <laughs> you know, I can't be too mad at myself, but I still beat myself up even yeah. if I go and get. Yeah. You know, I still love to yep. win. There's nothing like winning. If you never won, then you don't really know. But if you try to win and being up there and racing with these guys, yep. it's that's all you know. That's what you want to do. Uh, the vet designations you just brought up: uh, yourself, Dubok, Todd DeHoop, Pingree. Um, Tedesco. Tedesco. What'd you Dowd. ride? Dowd. What'd you I ride? I rode uh, Husqvarna 510 Twin Shocker. The Twin Shocker thing. How was that? It was awesome. It was, was it? one of the best bikes I've ridden. I've never ridden a lot of old bikes. Yeah. But even compared to the new bikes, it was fun on that track. There's not big doubles and yeah. triples. I heard it gets rough, track. though. It was rough. There <laughs> was, it was like a sand track rough out of hard pack, but... Yeah, it was awesome. If the dirt if this year we got lucky that the weather was good. Oh, it didn't I rain mean, for yeah. me. It's, I mean, Andy was there. He's seen there was a lot of people there. It's I heard it was like an outdoor national or yeah. more people there watching than a you go to American National just yeah. to see the older bikes and 
again you said i've raced around the world and shoot i know a lot of people over there and i feel like i have a big fan base over there that's a good point you were based in britain for a couple of your gp stuff yeah yeah yeah. i mean it's like family i stayed with my friends there i lived with for six years total over there but it was a lot of people come up you know i think it's it was good to be be over there racing it um yeah so it didn't rain that was good no um did your bike break did it make it no we all made it all 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 four of us I, I heard Dave King was at the the Real Disney Nations this past weekend. Yeah. And he said Dubok, that's the first time anybody ever won those two classes that Dubok did or something. I don't oh, know. Man. First time in the event, Dubok won two classes or something. So yeah. we, we were laughing about Dr. D. I think we about won every class over there. I did won you? two class. I won the four stroke overall and I won the Evo class overall. I won the overall uh-huh. for the day and then Dubok won two and I think. Yeah, we yep. had a good. Yeah. The, the owner Tedesco had the problem. He stalled his bike twice on the start nine on the four-stroke. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> both times. Three times. Oh, two, two times. Two times. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that event looks like fun. I got to get over there it's at some awesome. point. I Especially like the older bikes. I, I built a couple, and I love looking at that stuff. And, and you know, there's some really cool oh, bikes there, like unbelievable, crazy. right? Every CR500 and KX500 used is in England it, right now. It is in England, yeah. And factory parts. <laughs> yeah. You see factory parts. Oh, I know, like, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Like, how do you get that? Oh, I knew this guy. I knew that guy. And yep. it's like, it's there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I may or may not have sold some stuff uh, <laughs> right. that, that, got, that made it to England <laughs> at some point. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um uh, no, your schedule is uh, cool. So Husqvarna is uh, still involved with your program. Of course, you were Husqvarna Enduro Cross rider for a number of years. Husqvarna uh, off road stuff um, still kind of helping you out still a little bit. Is that why you're stuck in on you're staying on Husky whenever you can? Yeah, no. It's um, like I said, I've been there out yep. with Husky for I guess going on five years now, and yeah, it's good. You got to have a manufacturer behind you to do this stuff, especially with Husky or the KTM brand. It's all over the world. Mm-hmm with different two strokes four strokes yeah. any kind of bike you want so that makes it easy to get bikes wherever we're going so i was talking to um uh oh man the name just escapes me right now who was i i was asking uh oh the name escapes me so um anyways <laughs> they, they were in a position of you where they could ride anything two strokes four strokes 350 450 250 what do you like to ride if I was going to buy a bike tomorrow, it'd be a 350. Oh, Sipes. I asked Sipes that. That's who it was. Because Sipes was doing all of it. Yeah, yeah. So he said the same thing. Three fun bike. Yeah. You can ride it like a 250. You can take it in the trails. You can take the motocross track and still hit the triples or whatever yep. you want to jump. It's, yep. it's for overall one bike. That's me. I mean, yeah. It's, it's 350. That's the bike I have at home. And I ride it. Oh, really? Wherever huh? I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Durocross? We don't see those anymore, really. Yeah. Are, mm. Have you let it go a little bit? Or do you want to do them? Uh, I, I do enjoy it. Like I would, I, I got burned out for a little bit did there. You? I would enjoy going back to do one or two of them again. I did one earlier this year in South America, Argentina at the Moto GP down there. They had a, I don't know what you call it, uh, just an exhibition yep. race. And me and Cody and a guy from Spain went there. It was fun, but it was made out of metal jumps and okay. <laughs> concrete. It was <laughs> totally not a dual cross, but it was it was a yeah. urban extreme. I think you okay. call that one. So maybe we'll see it pop up at one of those at some point. I wouldn't mind too, yeah. I you know, Eric, you know. Will, Eric will put you on. Oh, <laughs> Eric would love it. Yeah, he wants me out there now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, hey, I just got back from Red Bud, the real motocross of nations. Sixth place. What the hell happened, Brownie? I mean, you weren't there. I but, don't know. But, but, I lost count after third. I asked you what place they got, and I thought they got fourth or fifth, but sixth. Uh, yeah. Home course. What is going on, man? I don't know. It I was, mean, no excuses. They got beat. No, that's what I asked you. I mean, I... You know, you can see engine failures, tires, brakes mm-hmm. crashing, whatever it happened yeah. didn't happen, and they just didn't have the speed. I don't know. It's 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 bad. I'm in 
not embarrassed because it's America, no, yeah. but still, yeah. these guys are way better in sixth place. Yeah, dude, it was just amazing. They just, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Like, I talked to you, you know, Tyler Medaglia, who's a Canadian rider, you certainly yeah. raced against him a ton, and Andy, you know him mm-hmm. well, and, and, mm-hmm. and Barsha and him were just yo-yoing back and forth, and I'm like, all respect to Tyler Medaglia, who's a buddy of mine, yeah. but come on, this is Justin Barsha. That's right, yeah. And nothing was going, <laughs> nothing was happening, you know? So I don't know. I read something today on Facebook. It's going to be a long twelve months till we meet up again. So <laughs> hopefully, get their act together for next year. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Like we talked earlier about next year going yeah. to Holland is that's going to be a hard yeah, one. It is going to be tough. Uh, you and I uh, over the phone. We did a career re- retrospective podcast with you. People still love it. Uh, I managed to get you on the phone for an hour, which was amazing, by the way. But so, I, if you want to learn more about that, go uh, search that. I'm not going to really cover that with Mike today because we've done it before. But we did a long sort of look back on your career through all the different teams, and we'll touch on some things today. But but I urge everybody to go back and and listen to that one because it's really cool. At one point, Mike is, quits the sport, gets a job at a dealership at Jim's Jim's Motorcycle, and then uh, realizes screw this racing's better <laughs> and then you sure. win a supercross not that long later yep and uh-huh. uh, and then your career is takes off again so it's really unique um again uh second second uh, year ever of the peak pro circuit team you're on it so um a few months a few months yeah. i lost it and didn't know how to train <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah i know the Nations was certainly a shocker now you got named to the team twice 2001 and 2003 or four what was the second one? Uh, five. Five. Neither- I was on another year, too, that we didn't go. It was me, Dowd, and Ricky, and they didn't have enough money or something. Okay. And they announced us at Troy, and they ended up not going that year. I don't know what year that would have been. Um, big been regret two. of yours, I'm guessing, right? Like, you never got to go. No. I had three good chances to go and never made yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, again, you were the champion oh one and you would have definitely gone that year, but nine eleven happened, and yeah. understandable, nobody really wanted to get on a plane at that point. I did. Yeah, you would have. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so again, looking back on your career, look, you've done so much. You never won a 250 Supercross, and you never uh, got Disney Nations, and I imagine those are a couple things that you're just like, ah, man, I missed out on that. Uh, for sure. That's that's the biggest thing, really, in motorcycle racing. It's like the Olympics, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, you can't get no bigger than that and win on a 250 Supercross, and about have one of those world Supercross ones in Spain one year, the really mud woman. Yeah. I had a, like a half a corner to go, and my clutch went out. No way. Oh, really? The one, the Hurley one? Yes. No way. Jeez, oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, was you there that year? No. We were there. I was at Yamaha. We, we were there the year before. No, I was at yeah, Yamaha by Yamaha then. then. Yeah. But yeah, it would have been great to win those, but I've had a good career. And yeah. Still happy with what I got. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Ninety nine point nine percent of the races would trade their careers for yours. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think it's safe to say. Do you do you think about that much? Do you look back at that and, and think about what a ride this has been? And I mean, it's still going in some way, but no, yeah, I do. It's like right now, like say forty six. I'm going to do the straight rhythm next week. You know, sometimes I look back and think, man, do I really want to do this and yeah. take a chance and hurt myself? But that's what I live for. Yeah, you know, if I do yeah. get hurt, I don't want to or take a chance. But it's just like driving down the road in a car it yeah. could happen then or it could happen on motorcycle or it just happened sitting here but I enjoy loving riding and you know like there's not many people at 46 you know besides Dow that can yeah. go out and still ride and have fun and oh yeah and, and speaking of how is the body like I don't remember you getting hurt recently in recent year how is everything going like what's Good. what hurts or is there anything Nothing, hurts? No, I still stay active I still am I've been safe or been healthy for a while now so yeah. nothing's I'm good there. Still yeah, training every day yeah. and still trying to keep up at it. Uh, do you like the straight rhythm concept? How cool is it? Do you like oh, it? It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fun, year, right? It's one of the funnest events I did last year or ever. Yeah. It's quick. It's fun. 
like last year with having Ronnie Mack and all those people out there. <laughs> and I was watching last year. What were you, you know, riding again? You were riding a 300? 300, 300, yeah. 300, yeah. Yep. I actually did better than I thought I would there. I rode good. I was had right there with them. But it was funny thing. After all the two strokes finished, you've seen half the people get up and leave. It was it crazy. Was like, oh, yeah. no, this is not good. Yeah, Jeremy at Red Bull, I think, was like, oh, wait, yeah. we got to make this all two strokes. Exactly. That's what I thought. When actually, the next year, they'll just have to be two strokes, and that's what it is. So yeah. it's... It's good. It should be a good event. A lot of good guys in it. And yeah. And uh, World Vets coming up, of course, at Glen Helen. Are you ready for Kiefer? Are, are you ready for this Chris Kiefer? He's putting in a lot know. of... He's got Dr. D helping him with starts, Brownie. I don't know. He better help himself with some ruts and some long motos. <laughs> see, see if that can happen. No, he's, yeah. it's good. Yeah. It's, it's going to be awesome. That was a fun race last year, too. You know, yep. Metcalf and them there, but... Kiefer somehow got hurt last year and he was still racing somewhere else. So he said he was hurt and he was out racing. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, he's out there racing local races right. and trying to make some money. And then, but it's all right. He's there. I'm staying with him. I'll make sure I have to drag him like Andy drove me here. So. Yeah. That's it. We're staying he's at his house. We'll right. make sure he leaves that morning. Yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. He says he's all in. He was, uh, he's was. he been talking big. So uh, looking forward to that. When you race a Canadian national, you're you're generally in the top 10. This is MX1 class, you know, the, the, the big class. Um like, how hard are you pushing for the, Like, you talked about no injuries, and you don't want to get hurt, right? Yeah. This is, you know, the, top, the the best competition that Canada has. You're in the top 10. Like, could you, which is I think is impressive, by the way. Could you, if you really hung it out, could you go a little better? Or are you like, hey, I'm not in this series. I'm not. I'm only doing three races. Again, I don't want to get hurt. Again, I'm 46. Mm, what, what's the attitude no. in the motos? I mean, the shape I am, the riding shape I'm in, and... Like you say, I I do think ten times more than I you know before yep. I hit this jump or hit this corner this speed. Yep. If I was all year concentrating, I think for sure top five every yeah. race. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. This year I ran a last race I was fifth, sixth, pretty comfortable, and uh -huh. I wasn't. For me, I never got out of control. Yeah, you were, I was steady, yeah. you know. But you were I ain't gonna say I'm gonna win, but oh, I yeah. can. If I was concentrating, that was my series. I think so. You get yeah. podiums and yeah, maybe, maybe a podium so, yeah. here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were running third and third and fourth at Walton in the first moto on a bike that he barely has any time on. Yeah, it, it's a production yeah. bike with suspension on it and a pipe. Do you, do you get some blowback, Andy, from team managers about like why you like this guy's getting in the middle of our points race? Do you ever get any? Not, I mean, I, I think, I think about what you're saying there. When I'm riding, like. I do feel like, man, why should I be up here in the middle of these guys kind of battle? I, I, it's in the back of my head. A race is a race. A race is a race. I know. Right? But I've always been like that. Like, yeah. Even, yeah, I just, I, I do think about that. And you shouldn't. It's a race. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm out there racing. Yeah, but yeah. I feel bad for if this guy might need a point to win a championship and you're, yeah, you're yeah. out there doing it and have to win a series. But yeah. like you said, it's. Um, do you get any of it? Do you get any of that? No, I didn't get, I don't get any of that. Uh, there was uh, the Mexican rider. Yeah, Felix oh, Lopez. Felix. Yeah, he was very upset he ran over Mike Brown. Yeah, he, he was fast. I was thinking, who is this guy dude, going past he me? He said he wanted to stop and be like, I am so sorry, Mike Brown. He should have. He should have picked me up. <laughs> he was, Mike comes in after the first moto. He's like, who the hell was that FXR guy that blew by yeah, me with yeah. like three laps ago, three-digit right, dude? Right. I'm like, yeah, he's uh, the Mexican guy. Yeah, <laughs> he was a Mexican national champion. He was very upset that he had to run over Mike Brown. The, yeah, second moto, yeah. he came up to me. He's like, um, Mike was right in front of me. Mike was going good. And then someone took Mike out, and I ran over him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I felt – but I cartwheeled right after. <laughs> That's where we're at, Brownie. Kids are now apologizing to you. Sorry, oh, Mike. No. Sorry, Mike. My granddad. <laughs> um, hey, but that actually leads me to one of my what – what do the racers – look? You know, here's the thing I always say on my show. I have the greatest respect for all of uh, you old riders. Sorry to drop that. But, like, 2001 – like. 
I just think it's awesome that Damon Bradshaw is coming to our live show this weekend, and I think that's awesome. And you're here in my studio, and you're a legend, and I think that's awesome. And, and Andy, you're a student of the sport too. You you know what these guys have done, but. The racers now, man, they're a bit clueless, and your era was a little while ago. Do you mm. get kids that are just like, oh yeah, especially I mean, all the kids I help, you know, yeah, at home or at home's different, but yeah, yeah, you get ten year old, oh, they never heard of Mike Brown or I Brad Shaw yeah, or nobody, you know, they don't I know, do. they don't care, they don't even get. Isn't that crap. sad though? I guess and that's the way like, life is, oh, but no. I don't know. I get bummed out sometimes. Yeah. For sure. You know, when the, guys are like... The parents know who they, yeah, Mike is. Yeah. yeah. At yeah. the Nationals, the parents come up with the kids. Uh-huh. I don't think it's the kid that wants to meet Mike. It's the, the father <laughs> yeah. that knows who Mike is. Yeah. And uh, that's the fun part that all these vet riders and guys that yeah. know who Mike was back in the day are like, they're intrigued. Yeah. They're, they're like, wow, Mike is in Sandalee or yeah. in... But uh, when you were racing, put yourself back in the PC days or, or the early Honda Troy days... Did you know who RJ and those dudes were? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you were into it. I was a David Bailey guy and okay. RJ, but yep. David Bailey. No, but I'm saying you, you knew those guys. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. You were into it and, and all that. So mm. I think you're rare, though, for racers. Like, I know when I started working with Red Dog, he, dude, he didn't know anybody of these guys. I mean, obviously, he'd heard of Rick Johnson and Jeff Ward and these guys. I mean, he yeah. raced them, actually, near the end of their careers. But you want to go a bit earlier, like Howerton and yeah. Timmy didn't know these guys and didn't ever know what they did or anything. And I was always yeah. like, really? Like... I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I wish there was more people who'd be like, know more about you, you know? Yeah. But I guess it is what it is, right? For sure. I mean, it's going to get less and less the older <laughs> I get. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're still racing, so I who know, knows? Yeah. That's if you don't keep your name out there. Yeah. You know, it's like, I know they're still the best around. Carmichael, you know, you know, if they're, just imagine they could still be racing and probably win and race with them guys, but, you know, as soon as you leave this yeah. sport, anybody, it doesn't yeah. have to be when you're gone. You know yeah. what I mean? You get forgetting easy. And I think that's why yep. I keep my name out there and try to yeah. do a race here and there. But, you know, there's got to be a time. When I think of you and you in your prime, and I was a mechanic for a lot of those years, I just think of somebody that never fucking quit. Like <laughs> someone that I don't mean now, I mean yeah. on the track. Like yeah. you are not going to outlast this, this guy. You are not going to wear him down. He is going to come for you. I used to tell Kelly Smith because late in some supercrosses, you would pass him a lot. You were better outdoors. Outdoors, he never saw you, but yeah. for the most part. But supercross, you know, you weren't as good at. And Kelly, mm. Kelly, Kelly would lead yes. you for a while because Kelly would get good starts. Yeah. And late in the race, you know, lap 10, 12, whatever, here, here you come and you, you, you put him down a few times. And I'm not, no, and I'm just like, that guy is never going to stop going. Like, yeah. you, you're not going to wear Mike Brown out. Like, he is a, a, a warrior that way. And I always just think of that. Like, maybe not the most skill, but heart and determination and, and fortitude to keep pushing. That was you to me. No, for sure. I just, that's, uh, I guess I was brought up that way, you know, yeah. my dad, you know, tell me, you know, screaming at me, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, it's just... but but what's weird is that, okay, so the, sorry to interrupt you, but the, the peak, the peak ride that you lost, yep. you know, you weren't training, you weren't, you, maybe you were a bit flaky. You didn't really know it was taking it seriously. And that, that Mike Brown to the Mike Brown of the, the, the mid nineties and two thousands is two different people. Yeah. Back then in 92, I didn't know how to train. Yeah. My dad said, go, I'll go run two miles down the subdivision. <laughs> we had a subdivision. I'd yeah. go run, but that didn't cut it back then. I never had a supercross track. The only time I ever rode a supercross is when I went to California. Yeah. They took me to Honda land. I think it was where the supercross yeah. and all them guys were. And I never been on a track. I went there and rode it and did it. And it was, I didn't know how to do it. So yep. and I ended up losing my ride and then yeah. got the job, worked there. And then, uh, you know, just learn myself, got a mountain bike 
started training. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, wait. Yeah, yeah it does work. It does yeah. work, you know, and that's what I tell people, you know. It ain't going to notice it in a week, two weeks, three weeks. It's, you know, months down the road, then you you notice it, and it's, yeah. you think, you know, you can't live without it. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it helps. You you see it. If you don't see it, then you're not doing enough, I think. Or Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's, it, that's when I think of, like, that, that 2001-125 championship I did the story on with Langston and Pastrana. Yeah. You were the third most talented out of those guys, but yeah. you won the title. No, that's because. Right. You just wouldn't stop. You yep. just wouldn't, you know, uh, everyone, all these things are happening and, and just, you're just getting better and better as better as the, as the yep. rounds go on. And I think you wore those guys down a little bit, you know, Pastrana exited with it, with it, with it, with an injury, but yeah. I just think you wore those guys down. So that's yeah. the kind of Mike Brown that I think of and, and, yeah. and parking Kelly Smith late in supercrosses. Yeah. That's <laughs> Kelly Smith. No, <laughs> no I'm just I saying see, like, yeah, I'm yeah, just like, this guy's not going to quit. So, um, that still happens now at the Canadian nationals. Does it really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he'll be running like eight or nine and then he'll, his pace will pick up, pick up, up. And then really he'll see K class on the head of him and Kate will, <laughs> Kate will come off the track. He's like, son of a bitch. I, all I can see is Mike Brown coming up. <laughs> on that's okay. When you said it, Walt, Walt in the first mode, I think it was men, him was battling. And that's when I was thinking about the points. I said, okay. he probably needs points. And I held him off, held him off to the last slot. Like, he actually gave you that ge- your gear that day. Cause he was the gear <laughs> yeah, guy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and then you, and then you go yeah. and held him off. And I was thinking, man, I hope he didn't need the extra point right. there. Whatever. I just took. <laughs> well, it motivated Kate many times. He's yeah. like, there's no way he's no. passing me. No. <laughs> hey, listen, if, I, if I'm doing the Canadian Nationals full-time and Mike Brown passes me, I, I'm pissed. Mm. I'm like, there's no way. This guy's double my age and he's passing. Like, there's just no way it should on happen. A, on a production bike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just wheeled out of the truck. Um, uh, Mike, uh, Mike Brown, Andy White here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension uh, Privateer Island Life. You are a privateer now, Mike. So, privateer. Yeah. Um, number 65. Is there a racer? How much do you watch the races now? Are you every weekend? You watching uh, these things? Watching them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I watch them all yeah. Time. But Supercross. Is there a guy down. that you admire? Is there somebody that you like? That I like that guy. I mean, obviously, maybe there's obvious guys like Eli or somebody like that. But is there a dude that maybe you're like, I, I like that guy on the podium. I like his racing. I like everything about him. Anybody like that? I don't know. No? <laughs> I, I really paid attention yeah. to what you're saying. Like, right. I mean, like what... They're all good, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, so when I watch Supercross, say the top twenty, it's like there's no way. You yeah, know what I mean, it's they're all good. They're, yeah. You know, they're you think there's a big gap. Oh, this guy in twenty is is no good, but yeah, no, it's not like yeah. that. They're all super fast, and you know, if you see another fast guy out there with them, it it make them shows them how good they are. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're not really. one of those guys that's like, oh, we were better in my day. No. We were, you not know, at all. yeah. Um, why do you think you were never able to make the jump fully to 250 class? Like what, there was always that thing where like Mike's gnarly on 125 supercross. Mm -hmm. And why do you think you never quite, like, I don't get it. Like you were a great racer and and it, it was not like the bike is too much for you or anything, but like, what what do you think it was? Uh, It seemed for me, it was the arm pump. When I got on the big bike, I would just ride tents on it. And you know how it is when you get arm pumped, mm-hmm. you freaking can't even. Yeah, do three I just laps. went riding last week. It was, just... <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. That's what I blame it on. Arm pump. Like I could ride. I think ride one as fast as I wanted to go on it. But for me, for put a hard race in, I couldn't do it. Couldn't just yeah. But now I get on a two fifty two stroke and it's like riding a one twenty five. You know, I was yeah, yeah. looking at and I'm thinking, man, when I wrote this thing about ten fifteen years ago, I couldn't hang on to it. Yep. And now it's like a one twenty five and a four fifty yeah. is like a five hundred. And yeah. I just feel for me it was the arm pump. I was prepared. I lived with Ricky. I did all the training and stuff I did on 125, but it just seemed I never, like we talked about earlier, I could never carry it over to the big bike. Yeah. 
It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Because Flipper, you were full-time duty supercross with Flipper mm-hmm. a few years there, right? I rode a two f- on the Yamaha Choi. Yep. I was a road two fifty two stroke yep. that year and a little bit the Suzuki the following year or two, but I just yeah, I never It's weird. You just know couldn't pull it off. Yeah, and, and and certainly like you said, it wasn't your training, it wasn't your work ethic, mm-hmm. it wasn't anything to do with that. You know what I mean? It just I think just confidence too. I never, went in thinking, man, I'm not as good as these people, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? But I yeah. did the training and but when I got on the track it was I didn't I know I don't know. Yeah. Like I still think about the same thing we talk <laughs> about all the time, but yeah. But again, pretty pretty nice career. Um <laughs> Do you have a pref like okay so you've done enduro cross? Do you ever do GNCCs? I feel yeah. like you have. Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah. Uh, straight rhythm. Yep. Moto supercross. Yep. Six Baja. days. Six days. Baja. What's the gnarliest? Mm-hmm. What's the one that made Mike Brown think? I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm not having fun. Erzberg or any of those things, or uh, was there something like that 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 you did where you were like? Extreme stuff is hard. Yeah. I mean, to watch Cody and him do it and make it look easy, mm-hmm. it's hard. I mean, physical hard. Yeah. Hard to do the obstacles. Once you learn how to do endure cross, get the obstacles, then you got to learn how to go fast over it. But yeah. physical riding is extreme riding is the hardest. Yeah. You know, Baja's fast and dangerous, 110, 115, 20 mm-hmm. through the rough stuff. But to physically do it and extreme stuff is the hardest thing I've done. Yeah. And so what examples, what races did you do? Give us, uh, there was a couple. Oh, uh, dang. The Tennessee knockout. Oh, okay. To me. Yeah. That's a yeah. hard one. Yeah. A lot there is the humidity and the hotness of the, of the race, but mm-hmm. it's just technical wise, slippery rocks, getting up to stuff. You yeah. Know, if you're not, you're pushing, you're pulling or it's a bikes on top of you. It's just, yeah, it's, it's hard. <laughs> if I think that's one race I've ever quit. I'm thinking I'm done. I had to quit here. I'm finished. Really? I get to, yeah. 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 <laughs> that doesn't happen for a guy like you. No, it's you, you, it's, just, don't, you just don't do that. But you, then, like I said, you watch Cody and Colton and them guys, and then make it look easy because right. their technique is so good at that stuff. And yeah. It's, draw a lot of people into it that it shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Uh, absolutely, Andy. Um, what kind of uh, so you had Mike for a couple of years now. What kind of feedback do you get from dealers and, and customers and fans about having Mike on the team, having Mike wear FXR? Have you noticed the needle moving a little bit here? Oh, definitely. Um, when I'm talking to dealers about uh, the product and whatnot, they mention Mike Brown. Right. Then they're asking, how can we get Mike Brown into our area to do some riding? <laughs> and it always ends up that. And I'm like, uh, do, you, do you have a Husky dealer? Can we get a Husky? And yeah. things go from there. But, um, no, he, it definitely opens a lot of doors yeah. having Mike on the program, uh, Europe, especially cause he lived over there. He raced in Europe. Yeah. They all know him. Um, it's a big name over there. We use him for marketing and European magazines, Australian magazines all yeah. over the world. Yeah. And, um, that was one of the, one of the reasons I wanted Mike was because he's well known around the world. Yeah. Plus, he's still racing, and he's a good guy, and he and he loves racing, and he wants to be there. It's not like I have to twist his arm. Yeah, he's actually lying. He wants to race every weekend, <laughs> and I I can't I can't go every weekend. Right, right. I can't get bikes every weekend. Yeah. I can't logistically make it happen. You know, Husky US does a really good job. Husky Canada helps us. Yeah, uh, Husky Scandinavia, uh, Husky England. Wow. everybody helps out. Yeah, and. Um, there's only so many events that we can do, but you know, uh, you know, Mike raced uh, Walsh Hugo 125 Dream Race. Yeah, and finished behind RV. Um, did L- Loretta's. Yeah, I mean, um, 
at the two-stroke Glen, uh, Glen Helen two-stroke national. He wanted to do a lot more 125 dream races. We just couldn't get that bike to every location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't couldn't figure it out. But no. but but it's helping FXR. It's oh, it's helping. Th- yeah. th- there's no doubt. It's yeah. it's really really helping. Uh, when we brought out his T-shirt in limited edition, they sold like instantly. Oh, cool! So we've got to reorder some. And for you, Mike, um, you've worn a lot of gear. Yeah, and pretend Andy's not sitting there right now. Pretend he doesn't. Hey, yeah, I'll but, just leave. But yeah, <laughs> but you've worn a lot of gear. How do you like the FXR stuff? I, I know from obviously we have so many mutual ties. Myself and FXR from Winnipeg, and and I know everyone everyone up there wears it. My buddies yeah. wear it, so I know it's good, and I know the quality is good, and it's come so far into the design and the looks over the years. But um, what do you think of the stuff? Oh, it is good. If it's good, the main thing is you can go to these people. It ain't like one of the other big manufacturers that mm-hmm. makes it. You can go and talk to the head people that makes it. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll do yep. whatever. But, you know, straight off the line, the gloves are perfect. Pants fit awesome. Everything's super light. You know what I mean? And they're up for changes. If we need to change something, we can mm-hmm. call Carson or whoever's who's in yeah. charge of that. And they'll make the change for us, you know, make us custom stuff. You know, I had a custom set of gear me and sonny garcia for this year it was awesome for the, oh for, i saw that for the summer car co- or surfer cross, cross surfer cross yeah. you know stuff like that you know you i couldn't get that probably from anybody else get yeah. custom stuff and yeah you know it's and it's like i said it's his family you know it's i know the guys i know the owner of it and i don't know that you can do that in other other yeah you know other companies yeah so yeah for yourself you, you, god how many gear brands do you think you wore mike in your career yeah, about wherever i went from biopi to fxr in yeah. between that so yeah, i've been yeah. on them all yeah just so. about just about everything uh loretta lynn's i want you to know brownie that i have your back on the loretta Lynn thing <laughs> there there is thank you thank you <laughs> there are so many guys not so many but there's a good portion of guys out there that is like no, these guys are ex-pros. They shouldn't ride Loretta's. And I and I just can't believe... It's an amateur race. I'm like, so... Barry Carson, Mike Brown, John Gruy, Budman, Nathan, or whoever, Red Dog did it. Can he, so these guys are not allowed to race once... Like, like they're just done for life? Like, they're yeah. not allowed? Like, wh- what, what are we talking here? And also, too, guys who are complaining, I'm always say the same thing. I'm like... What do you think the coster signing you if you beat like if you get first at plus forty Loretta's like it's all a fun race and if you get second to Mike Brown how rad is that or or third or what like I don't understand these guys bitching and I will never understand it no. and everyone says amateur race and I'm like yes for sixty fives and eighty fives and yeah. it is an amateur race but there's room for vet guys vet guys are a huge part of what's going on they have a BC vet class. If you want to, you can go race that, right? They still have that. Yeah. And I just, I just want to, so guys like you were just banned from, from forever racing. I, I will never understand that point. Yeah. Like, Hey, you were too good. You, you train too hard. You have too many skills. You're not allowed. Like what? I, I just, I, I, I don't know how much flack you get from that, but I got your back on that. No, as it is, I, I uh, a couple of them on there, I oh, never works. He rides every day. I still work every day. I have a track at home. It's yeah. 500 acres. I'm there every day from daylight to dark, and I'll outwork anybody doing weed eating. I'll do yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's not like I'm out riding and training every day. I do that much as I can, but there's other stuff that's got to be done before I do that. And yeah. Like I said, I, I love racing down there. Yeah. You know, that takes the fun out of it. You know, a lot of people that, you know, look down on it, but I'm not there to beat up on the old guys. I'm there to have fun, be around the yeah, kids, I just... support the racing, and... And so no. what? You finish one spot worse because Mike Brown is there. Like, what like, do you? Wh- if I went and got tenth place, I still probably wouldn't have his phone, but I'd still like to be there. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's good for uh, people like us to be there. I think. You I know think what I mean? so too. I wish they'd all come out. I mean, not 
It'd yeah. just be awesome. Well, I talked to MC about it. I said, what about the ranch? He said, no, me and that place never got along. I will never go back there. Right. The ruts in it. Like, he's the West Coast. He's not going. Even Bill Apoto, did he ever win there? I remember hearing uh, somebody say, did he win the championship there, RV? Yeah, he yeah, did? yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know which one it was. I didn't ever won. Was it McGrath? McGrath probably won, didn't he? No, McGrath won a 125C class. That's all he ever That's won. Right. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't get the complainers and the I whiners. think it was the first year that he raced it that he got more flack. The second year wasn't as much. Yeah, I still get it on, on our shows and social yeah. stuff. And but it's that. funny. When he's there, I was there this year, yeah. and he's in the staging area. I mean, all the vet guys come up and talk to him, high five him, yeah. shake his hand. Yeah. And they all want pictures with him. And he's just, you know, very, um, very easygoing and humble to be there. And he, like, he's not rough. He's not taking people out. Uh, you know, he's just yeah. having good races and, and the, the fans line up to watch his classes to watch his race. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's not like oh, boring I, class. They, they want to see that class. It's I'll, a big class. I'll never understand those guys. Like, so what? Okay. So you're not Mike Brown's speed and you get beat by him. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You made it to the ranch and that's an accomplishment in the, fir- in the first place. And he qualifies. He does the qualifiers yeah. and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's not like they're letting any of you guys in uh-uh. by just showing up. Like no. you have to, you have to go to these qualifiers. Yeah, but I'm on that factory bike. That's the problem. <laughs> factory edition yeah, right. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh yeah it's uh it's one of those things i'll i'll never quite understand it um when are we doing the story on rockstar bill's pipe suzuki brownie when oh, are we doing no. the story you on that have some time I, I thought you blanked that out of your brain you have to round up round the whole crew up <laughs> yeah, let, let me try wall. to find j-law <laughs> yeah. and mills and hamblin call the prisons around new york's what a team and then there was you and we're just like why can't I always make jokes? Like, we're just like, yeah, Mike Brown must have been looking around going, what in the hell am I doing? <laughs> Did it pay uh, well? Is that what it was? I mean, It was good, yeah. It was good, and I just, I was in Europe the, well, no, it's the year in 05. I came yep. back and did good, and I should have kept doing my own thing. If I, you know, if you look back, you've done it over, but yep. I was wanting to manage new Suzuki Rockstar. I wanted to do it mm-hmm. and get back on a factory team and, yeah. you know, not have to have the stress of having your own team. Yep. Um, it was fun. Uh, it was it was good. At, you know, it's. I feel bad for Jeff and just got through the whole thing and didn't know really what they're getting into and uh, didn't so, work out for I him. I mean, Sipkovic was kind of managing mm-hmm. it and just, uh, I don't know what. There's so many stories of that. And it the was, bike was no good. The bike was it was one of those uh, shared Cowie Suzuki yeah. 250Fs. And, I don't think I finished a practice or a moto on the Outdoor Nationals on the 250F. <laughs> really? Every time. And it, I think it came Bud's Creek probably, what, six, seven races in? Uh-huh. They were done with the engines, and it was we, like, we don't have any 450, or you don't have to race no more, they said. And it was like, no, I'm racing, so yeah. give me a 450. So. <laughs> oh, shit, man. That, that, what, bad. what a disaster year. That's the that's the untold story. If we can get Mills and Hamblin and J-Lo out of return calls, maybe. But every weekend, like you say, them guys, it was a, it was a friggin' a joke around there. Like just yeah. people I remember walking in one time, it shouldn't be probably saying this. Is uh now go ahead. J Law was upstairs and it was a the rig was from a old race car team and it had a hole, I don't know, about this big in the roof. It's okay. Like, like, maybe like six inches a, or something? A hole like a, a hole six inches wide? Maybe yeah. It's okay. where you could stick your hand and pull it up in the where you have your car up there, you could work underneath it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. You, yeah. you lift the, yeah. the top off. So I had where you can get your fingers and I pull that out and I'm walking in and it was right when you walk in the door and I'm they're all just in a lap, and I look up, and it's J-Lo laying down in his stomach with his willy hanging through the hole. <laughs> and it's like right in the middle of everybody. There's cameras yeah. in there. Yeah. He's just laying down, and his weenie was hanging through the top of the ceiling. And it was just like, every week it was something. Yeah, was every never, week. It, yeah. Never quite there. No. 
amazing team in history. One and done. Yeah. <laughs> Barely yeah, one it has and to done. Be like something a factory team and one year and gone. Yeah. Like yeah. Poor uh, uh, Jeff and Bill, Bill Severa yeah. or whatever at, at Bill's Pipes. They probably got sold this line of, hey, dump some money into it. You can be like Peyton and run your own team. Yeah. And, you know, and, and they're just like, uh, yeah, we're done. I think they were buying my parts from Pro Circuit. So. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, after. You know, you went to Europe. It didn't work out for you. I think the third time you went there, right? The third time before that. Yeah. Because um, you weren't Yamaha Troy. That was a disaster after yeah. your, after you left Pro Circuit. Uh, Phil was having issue, personal issues, and the team was kind of falling apart. I was at Yamaha at that, that time, so we kind of heard stuff that was going on. Yeah. And then uh, um, you go to Europe, and that didn't work, quite work out. You come back, uh, and you run a privateer Honda, and you are killing it in the Nationals. And that had to feel good. Like, obviously, the Disney saying there's some hard feelings about that, and we really don't know why you got named to the team and then booted off. But, well, we think we do, but we're not quite sure. But that had to feel good to be like, hey, I still got it. Like, I had a shitty year at Yamaha Troy and a shitty year in Europe, you know, as far as team and everything else. And then to come back and be like, I don't know how old you were at that point, but it was like, yeah, I can still ride good. 37. Yeah. That had been pretty rewarding. Oh, it was good. Yep. I came back from Europe. I've been racing some national or outdoor races where I was in good shape coming back here. You know, I was wanting to make a comeback here, yep. you know what I mean? So I was all eager to do that and, you know, finally got the bike stalled in and got them good. Went to the first race of Sacramento, started out good. I think I came out there with second overall that day and I think I raced one moto with the seat off of it. Seat <laughs> bolts come out. Corey Schaefer got to put in. But, you know, it was good. I, I was going to blame Randy, the tire guy. Randy was probably aggravating Corey. And right, Corey and then Corey the forgot. Ball, so, right, yeah. exactly, right. <laughs> He's probably trying to groove the tire or something to make a hookup better. <laughs> whatever <laughs> Randy does. Um, but, yeah, it was – I remember thinking, like, oh, shit, the old guy still got it. Like, like oops. Like, <laughs> you know, we kind of forgot about you a little bit there, right? And then oh, it sure. was nice to – and, you're, 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 you know, it was a pro-circuit bike, and so it wasn't a factory effort or anything. And, and you proved, like, oh, yeah, I still got it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was had. That's probably one of the funnest times I had all year because you need to put all the effort in yourself, spending your money, and having a shot behind you, backing you, and doing good like that. And, you know, each week I was getting better, and the confidence mm-hmm. was getting built up more. Everything was getting good until, you know, halfway through the year, and it kind of starts slacking off there. And then, yeah, I just, yeah, I wish it would never ended like that. But did you have, have you ever talked to Peyton about it? Have you guys ever talked? Did it I end, talked did, to him now, but I never say nothing about no. it because you don't. I mean, right, I yeah. got on it. We've you had arguments. Yep. It's over yep. with. It's done. But you nowadays, know. you're okay to call him up and yeah, or I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. talk to him. And right, you we know, saw was, him at Loretta's this year. Yeah, he yeah. talks to me. I mean, I hope he likes me. I hope he understands the whole thing. I don't have anything against him now. No, it's I, just I, time. I, yeah, and, you know it's yeah. You know one one person I know that does. I don't know. I never said nothing to him as Bones, and that still bothers me because he's. I don't think he he likes me at all anymore. Yeah, yeah. And we're close. I still that guy. He just retired. Best, he just yeah. retired. Yeah, and yeah. he's the best suspension guy, and it was a great friend of mine. And you know, I I, I have a lot of respect for that guy. Yeah. And you know, I just feel like I ruined it with him for some reason. Right. I never said nothing to him, but I guess he's heard the whole thing. And but still, yeah, he was. They were good people, and you know, Mitch is good. Mitch, yeah, Mitch is. For me and my book, if you're not on Mitch's side in racing, yeah, it's hard to go anywhere. Yeah, you know, uh, we're we're doing a straight rhythm in a couple weeks with Alex Ray, and I said, hey man, uh, FMF's a sponsor of our show, uh, Paul Pamex Show, and uh, you know, you've given me stuff for my vintage bike over the years, and so I want to help FMF because they do a lot for us. So I'm going to run FMF pipe and silencer at straight rhythm. I just want to let him know in case he sees photos or whatever. You know, yeah. I, mean? I said Donnie's great, little Donnie, and is a good guy, and so we're going to run FMF, and he goes. 
yeah, no problem. And he goes, uh, I'll still do your cylinder head. Yeah. I'm like, what? He's like, yep, yeah, send your cylinder head in. So he did. He did it. Like, he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't need to do anything like yeah. that. But he's just like, ah, screw it. I don't care if you're running my pipe and silencer. I'll do your head and cylinder. Now, of course, Alex Ray probably put it on wrong and probably blew it up. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I think that's an example of the guy. You know, he, if, you're, yeah. if you're a friend, you're a friend. And, mm-hmm. and that's the way it works. So well, I think the 125 I rode at uh, Washougal with Philip Hode, it was a pro circuit cylinder head. Yeah. Yeah. The FMF pipe. Yeah. yeah. But right. It was good. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, I still right. respect those guys and good friends. And if it wasn't for those guys, yeah. I wouldn't be with the championship. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, any regrets? Anything that you did in your career where, like, you got a contract offer and you turned it down, or, or, or any regrets for you? Like, obviously, we talked about two fifty supercross and stuff, and I mean that's a little different because it's just something that never worked out. But was there a something that you should have done differently? Maybe trained in '92. <laughs> no, that's a, that's probably one of the biggest things. But like I was young, I didn't know anything about training. And that was kind of when right. training was yeah. coming in a little bit. I just I didn't know how to do it. You know, I I knew how to go down run down the road because my dad screamed, told me to. <laughs> right, but <that> right, <laughs> right. But anything uh, else that comes to mind? No, I've been to Europe a lot. You know, back and forth. You know, didn't really want to go there sometimes, but that's all I had, and I made the best of it over there. Uh no, I mean, like, when I quit Europe in 09, I think it was, and came back here, thought I was done racing, you know, yeah. luckily on the airplane ride home that Kurt Nicole left me a message and said, oh, we want you for KTM to come out and try the works races. And other than that, if it wasn't for Kurt Nicole, really, he huh? saved my yeah. career, I'd have, yeah. I'd have been done in 09. Yeah, I mean, you would have been back in Tennessee just wondering what you were to do. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was going home, done racing, didn't know what was going on, and yeah. luckily he called and restarted my career you know it's, yeah. like I say all the time it was well, for Kurt I would have been done and I wouldn't be sitting here right now that's for sure <laughs> yeah no it's cool Um, that's a funny story because uh, when he yeah. was over in Europe racing the GPs Kurt was all over him to ride KTMs in Europe and Mike Mike, oh, yeah, Mike yeah. avoided him well there was a whole Langston's going to Pro Circuit and you're going to KTM and well, I signed a letter of intent yeah. before the last GP I maybe told you this yeah. before and it was yeah uh, the last GP in Galdorf, I stayed in my room from Friday morning till Saturday morning. Went back to the room Saturday night, and then come out and end up winning a race that weekend. And Kurt was beating on my door for hours straight, trying to get in my room. Just beat, beat, just, beat, and just, I wouldn't answer the yeah, door. Yeah, because you were going to PC. I was going. He knew I'd signed a contract to go there, and it wasn't good. So the whole next year was, <laughs> it was. Yeah, and then Langston was Mitch had asked Langston and Langston turned him down and then he comes for KTM and then so that added to our I was on KTM that time working yeah. for Kelly and oh it was it was intense man yeah, it, no, was, it was a battle from because it was it wasn't to, just the it was the riders the, it, was, it was from the year previous where Kurt didn't like you and yeah. and and Mitch was like oh I want a Langston he turned me down and we you know yeah. we were supposed to run we ran Pro Circuit in 2000 pipes yeah. and silencers. Somehow, Pro Circuit didn't end up at KTM in 01. You know what I mean? Mitch is probably like, screw you guys, you know? Or KTM was like, screw you, whatever, yeah. however it went, you know? So we ran FMF, and, but Langston ran Doma because yeah. his dad imported it or whatever. Mm. So it was an interesting year. It's yeah, just no. a funny story how he avoided Kurt. <laughs> Kurt in Europe, and then as he's coming back with no deal, yeah. Kurt calls Eight him. Eight years later, Kurt's like, yeah. hey, come on up. And then a couple months ago, we were at Farley Castle, and he was side by side with Kurt pitted next to each other yeah. and I I know Kurt cuz I used to work for him at KTM. Yeah. So I went over and talked to Kurt and said, you know, it's pretty cool that you and Mike are racing here. Any plans are you going to take Mike out? What yeah. Cause yeah. He's like, "No, no." He says, "I'm just super pumped Mike's racing here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. It'll be a great weekend." 
and uh i'm like really he's like yeah no no rick no everything's cool and, yeah and yeah they were clean they i mean they didn't come near each other yeah. so it was um i got a regret for you i know something you missed what <laughs> you never got to ride muddy creek national never Never going to get and to it's, And it's, now it's gone. Now it's off the schedule. That's probably for the best. I'd pump up like there in a half a lap. <laughs> we never got to see Mike Brown at Muddy Creek. It'd be good. I could qualify for sure, but the racing, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you have 8,000 laps of that place probably in your life. So um, I'm going to run through some racers right now before we wrap up here. FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast number 65. Use the code PulpMX30 at FXRRacing.com. How's the code working out, Andy? Is people using it's it? It's working out really well. Good. Okay, yeah, good. And we're going to keep on sponsoring your uh, show. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Are we in for next year? Are we yeah, in for yeah, 2019? For sure. Triple, uh, triple the triple yeah. it up. He's going to double it up or triple it yeah. up. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mike's my agent, and we're yeah. gonna, we want, we need double the money. Well, Mike's not on program next year, so I got budget. <laughs> 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 I'll, uh, I'll support you. <laughs> right. Mike's like, wait a minute, no, no, wait. If it's if it's Steve Mathers or Mike Brown, I go Mike Brown every day if I'm you, Andy. And uh, and Pulpamex and RacerX and Race Tech Suspension is another sponsor of ours. So Pulpamex18 is the code. I just want Mike before we wrap it up here. And uh, I want to talk about Mike and his uh, okay. snow bike. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Shit, I have. I have snow bikes circled here with a question mark. We'll get to that. So, yeah, we need to talk about that. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to give you some racers' names. I just want you to give me like descriptions or something you remember or anything about them okay, okay. all right <laughs> whatever work old guys whatever. anybody new guys young guys old guys old. you guys oh, you okay. raced against whatever okay. comes into your head are you ready whatever yeah. comes to your head all right phil lawrence um pretty boy okay <laughs> damon bradshaw badass really you, you he was a badass well, i you figured know, you'd be like i hated him no he was hard yeah I raced some local, and I didn't race a whole lot with him because he was yeah. always like, you know, he's a step above right. me. And even local races, you know, we've about got into fights, you know, back in the day, just <laughs> yeah. when he was making a comeback on the Honda. Yeah, yeah. He'd come and do a few local races in this, yeah. uh, before motocross started, and we mm-hmm. battled it out there, and, you know, we had words there, but now nah, he's a yeah. good guy. I've uh, talked to him a lot. Larry Ward. Oh, uh, man. I, he's I, smiling, so there's something no, probably that he just, can't tell us. He's a good dude. I like him. He's probably one of the best guys, the older guys like that. I, yep. I knew him the best. Yep. You know, yep. being on team with Larry and yep. no, oh. he was awesome. Ladies, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was quite a coxman. Let's put it that way. Uh, Mike LaRocco. Iron Man. Yeah. yeah he's a tough guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's yep. always, he was, yeah, he was like a fit guy. He knew it. Uh, some like, some people say that about you, too, though. <laughs> um, Brian Swink. Uh, the late Brian Swain. Yeah, freaking, what would I say about him? Guy that didn't give a shit for no, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, uh, his own, his own his own path, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's what you got to be. If I was going to be with anybody, I'd be like him because, you know, nothing bothered him. He said what he had to say. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think it's how you got to be in life. You know, right. sometimes people don't want to hear it, but yep. I'd rather hear the truth than not, you know, not the right stuff. Right. He was a guy that did what he wanted and told how it like it was. Uh, Grant Langston. Uh, fierce competitor. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Guy you hated at one time. Not as much as Rhino. No? Okay, Ryan Hughes. Uh, <laughs> and now I, lo- I love the guys. Do you remember guys. you guys hugged oh. it out after one yeah, race, yeah, and then yeah. the next week you wanted to kill each other? Yeah, that was Mount Morris to Bud's to Creek. To Bud's Creek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's another fierce competitor as, you know, and, and for him, we came up from the B class. Loretta Lynn, same thing. 
He stole my mechanic, Chad Watts, took yeah. him from me, and it was just a battle from oh, there. Watts worked for you? I didn't know that. First Chad. guy. Oh, really? Huh? Chad has worked come to my house, and my mom had a big spa hot tub with all the nice towels around it. He's got my engine apart in there with my mom's <laughs> nice towels drying it off, and it was just a mess. But no, Ron's yep. good. Those two guys, him and yep. Grant's, you know, they're, they were, yeah, they were probably uh, the most. Jimmy hard. Dobb. Oh, buddy, mate. I don't know. <laughs> he, um, Jamie is, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to say about Jamie. Yeah. He's. You guys had some battles. No. Yeah. Jamie, uh, he knows it all. Okay. It just, uh, but riding, he was good. Yeah. Battles for sure. Especially yeah. in England, you know, racing the British championship. Yeah. He was, uh, he was good. Uh, he was another guy that would, it would fight hard to the end. You know what I mean? He right. Was, uh, especially in England. Nathan Ramsey. Uh, good old boy. Yeah. Tennessee? Sure, yeah. Yeah. He's, he was good. And I never raced with Nathan a whole lot. What? Yeah, because I was in Europe a lot when he was coming up. Right. And then he kind of went on up, so yeah. Uh, Alex Ray told me he's the third best rider from Tennessee ever. I'm glad I'm the first. He said you're first, then Ra- <laughs> then Ramsey, then him. Is that true? I don't know. Is there That's... another Tennessee guy? I can't really think of any, but to be honest. but Not the race now, so I don't think so. Okay. That's probably three. He's only the furthest one has made it up. Um, uh, Ernesto Fonseca. He's a quiet little kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. We had some battles, but and I got to know him through Ricky's. He was an awesome guy, yeah. Right, right. Yep. Uh, Ricky Carmichael. The GOAT. Yeah. I uh, just... He taught you a lot? Yeah, him and Eldon and together, but being around them. Like, uh, like Ricky always says, you put yourself with good people. Mm-hmm. And when I was with those guys, you know, it was always about winning. It wasn't nothing. They didn't care about second. Right. There. And I will wrap this up with Tim Ferry. The red dog. Uh, you don't race him too much. Not a whole lot, but like even watching him, he's another guy that, you know, on the, he was always fast, but certain days, especially for sand or anyways, he's yeah. super fast. You know what I mean? He's yeah. always there. Yeah, he was good at Coco, I guess, back in the day. Yeah, that's where I know him for right. the first time watching him there. Apparently, Coco Beach, he was yeah. unreal, uh, which is like yeah. a like a low molar gopher dunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've ridden there. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. yeah. Florida yeah. Winter yeah. Series. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Um, Mike Brown, Andy White here. Uh, snow bikes, yes. So, that's really your next thing. <laughs> like, I was trying this year. They wouldn't let me. You're you're on this year, February. X Games. Oh, I need to start practicing. Snowbike. You, you got to start right? testing. Is that what we're talking? Yeah. Are we talking snowbike X yeah. Games? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to North Pole soon to start testing. <laughs> um, I need to learn how to ride Yeah, you one. probably don't do well with the oh. cold, Brownie. I don't do good on a snowbike. <laughs> I got on and thought it was going to be easy, and it's friggin' harder than doing enduro cross. I mean... We we do give RV some shit because you know you didn't qualify right. We're like, oh boy, you didn't even qualify. Like, what what are you doing? I thought I was good until they put the good guys out there riding. Up. We went up to the FX yeah. ride day and them dudes fly on it, man. Um, I can't believe it. Brock Hoyer and yeah. Cody Cam. So it's, no, for reals. That's are you doing it? Do you want to do I, it? I love. To, yeah, I try. Yeah, I don't. What care. do you think, Andy? Are we gonna make this happen? Well, he's definitely gonna be riding a snow bike with FXR X Games. The problem with X Games is you got a put a ton of money into that motor because you're high elevation yeah. and the guys you're racing against are, those motors are not even close to yeah, 90 horsepower in those things <laughs> really they're saying yeah so. they're like ridiculous like the amount of money put in yeah, those things because is, you're at altitude and yeah. you got to pull this sled around that's right right so to build the motor is a massive amount of money and testing is not the easiest maybe now I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll discuss it this weekend. Uh, the owner Milt is in town for uh, yeah. for the aim show. We'll, but you, you we'll would see. do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And Michael Brown will race anything. Whatever. Yeah. He looked right. he looked <laughs> monster truck. What if we get you a monster I'd love truck? To, yeah. <laughs> I love four wheels. I raced cars that one year and that's yeah. probably the most fun I've ever had. Right. He looked great on the, on the snow bike. Um, he was out there. I mean, he rode and rode and rode. It was super cold that day. You're going to do like a half a lap for you. For your yeah. He, he was like, I can't believe. Oh, I heard it from Kiefer. Don't worry. I heard all about oh, Kiefer yeah. complaining I'm nonstop. Sure. Yeah. Oh, Kiefer, yeah. Kiefer freezes here in California. No, yeah, yeah. No, he's, you know? he's, he's the high des guy. So. You but, know it switch. <laughs> it didn't freeze his little weenie off. That's pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Did we cover anything? Did we, did we miss anything? We got it? I think we covered everything. Just Mike now is doing his uh, his um, riding courses and classes and inviting people up to Tennessee to come out and yeah. Do how some. do they get a hold of you for that? How do we? How do we? Website. Get okay. Website. Email, what, what's whatever, the website Instagram, address? MX Brown Academy. Okay. All right. Com. There's a contact form on there. Everything. Yeah. All right. Check that out. And your Facebook. Yeah. Facebook. And same Instagram. Right. Wherever. Yep. Um. And your so and call like, Andy. He's my, uh, my call manager. Andy. Uh, so we'll see. It, we'll see at straight rhythm. We'll see at World Vets. <laughs> yep. We got February snow bike race. What else? Do I missing anything? Oh, you're coming for the snow bike ride too. You got to come up and try that. Yeah. When is that? What, FXR de- uh, dealer deal or January February? It's gonna be right before Minneapolis, like Thursday, Friday. Oh, uh, you're February. in. Yeah. It's Thursday, Friday. So. You you can't miss it this time. Is it in is it in Minneapolis or is it in Winnipeg? Minneapolis. Oh, so it'll be before the race. Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah. that'll work. ERX, which is like forty minutes away. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do the uh, full ride day Thursday, Friday, and then hit Supercross Saturday. Okay, well, that sounds yeah. like a, that sounds like yeah. a plan. Kiefer is gonna come too. Hopefully, I doubt it. There's no way. Are are, are you worried that how pissed Kiefer is gonna be when Heather leaves him for you? Oh, he don't like, know the whole story yet. <laughs> like Mike, Mike is banned from staying at Kiefer's house. No. He won't let me stay. He won't let me stay on the couch. Yeah, he, that's it. Yeah, no, I know. She, she's a fan. That's Let's it. just put it that way. She's an admirer of Mike Brown. That, that we'll just leave it at that. And uh, and so if you beat her husband at the World Vets, and then you're staying at their house, it might just be too much. That might be it for him. He he could lose his mind. That'll that's be right. it. So she can still go on the on the podium with me. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island uh, Life Number Sixty Five with Mike Brown and Andy White. Uh, thanks guys, I appreciate you coming in. Thanks for lunch, Andy. By the way, oh, thanks, no worries. Thanks, thanks to FXR for lunch. That was the best thanks, part of the Steve. whole deal, Mike Brownie. <laughs> uh, I can't believe Mike Brown is here. I'm still just amazed. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> He's here. We, he, he asked me on the way when he landed. Hey, what are we doing? Yeah. I said we're going to Steve's. He's like, what do you? Mean. Yeah, no. see? Exactly, exactly. In there? It, pop, what, what, what's yeah. going on? No, no I, he, he, awesome. knew. he knew. Uh, it's great to have you, man. Keep it up. Keep racing as long as you can, right? Yeah. The, and uh, you're still having fun. It's it's really cool to, to watch and see all the different events. And, uh, and uh, yeah, man, it's awesome to, to still have you around. Well, thank you for having us on here. It's awesome. So uh, soon again. Yeah, let's do it. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening.